0: Well, hello there, beautiful. I'm so excited to be with you today. So today, as you can see from the title, we are talking about the two forgotten marketing must haves. It could really be for the beauty industry. It could be for any industry, but we specialize in our industry because it is unique. And so we are going to be talking about that. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. Because first of all, it's always needed, but definitely now, like it's 2020 and it's a new year, a new decade. And we really want to show up in our business in a way where we are feeling good about our marketing. So my first question to you is, do you have a marketing plan? I know a lot of times when we first start our business, we put together a business plan, right? You think about your mission and your vision and we have all of these things. But then somewhere along the way, we never go back to that. We don't renew that, which of course you set goals each year, but what are you doing to really get to your clients? How are you going to get to those potential clients? What is your marketing plan? And do you have more so a strategy? So I think when we look at some of the marketing that's out there, it always feels overwhelming. Like when you think about marketing your business, of course, there's Facebook and Instagram. Those are the big ones for our industry. But then there's Pinterest and there's YouTube and there's TikTok, which is the video platform, by the way, that is exploding. So if you are really into video and do well with video, of course, you probably already know about that, but definitely you don't want to miss out on that. But there's so much out there, right? Should I be doing SEO, Google search, and updating my website and all of these things that marketing just feels overwhelming. And so that's why, yeah, there's so much out there. And that's why I want to talk about these two must-haves and really break it down for you. Of course, I talk about a marketing plan and you're like, yeah, yeah, you talk about that every week. (laughs) I talk about some type of marketing, but more specifically, I want to talk about the marketing in terms of a strategy. So of course, you know, there are no silver bullets in marketing, right? There's not that one thing. I mean, even if you had a viral video, you know, when you hear about like the video going viral and there are business just blew up, there were a lot of videos in the making, or there was a lot to get them to that place. Or if it was just a rare like Chewbacca mom, you remember that viral video? (laughs) If that happens, it's not easily repeatable, right? So you need a process that you can repeat for long-term success, right? And I want you to think about... How you are investing in your business and how you are investing in your marketing, right? So, do you have a marketing budget? Now, think about this imagine if you were to build a house or if you were gonna go shop for a car, of course, you have a budget for those things, right? And, you know, when doing anything, especially something that is so important to the livelihood of your business, right? Marketing is about connecting with potential clients and actually keeping your business going, right? Getting new clients in, reaching those potential clients and bringing them into your business. So you have to have an idea of what you plan on spending. And I know people think like, oh, I hate to spend, especially when you're just starting, because it doesn't feel like there's much profit coming in. But if you really want to get where you're going, you have to plan ahead. And that includes that marketing budget. And this is what I was just saying a minute ago. I heard the statistic that your marketing budget for successful businesses, wait for this one. It should be one third of your profits. Okay. Take that in for a moment. So let's just say you wanted to make $100,000, right? People are always talking about the six-figure mark. I can't wait to get to $100,000. We're just going to say that's in revenue. You're making $100,000. That would mean that you would need to be spending 33, or like to say, let's just do it round numbers. Let's just say around $30,000 for your business marketing, right? $30,000 for your business marketing. Does that get you the way it gets me? I know I had to take a break. I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. So I know that sounds crazy. Let's just break that down. Let's do a third of a third. What about 10,000? How many of you would say, okay, yes, I can comfortably spend $10,000 for marketing and getting new clients in my business. Now, when you first hear that number, that might sound like, whoa, but think about that. When you really break that down, that's $1,000 a month. Right? That's a little over $200 a week for marketing. That's really not that much, right? And actually, my math is a little off now I'm realizing. So it's under $1,000 a month. And so that's really not that much. When you think of all of your marketing, right? Think of all of your marketing in terms of if you're doing any Facebook ads, if you're doing any Google ads, YouTube ads, or kind of together, anything like that. Your goal is to reach a thousand per month. So, and here's the thing. And one of my mentors frequently talks to me about do be have, which means that in order to be the six or seven figure and even eight figure earner that you want, if that's your goals, and it's really not all about money, it's more about impact. But when you make more money, you can have more impact. Like one of my favorite charities is Charity Water. So, when you make more, you can give more. And so if that is what I want to make, right? If that's my goal, then I have to be the type of person that will have that type of business, right? So you can't keep operating and from a place of smallness, if you have big dreams, right? It'd be very, very hard and take a long time to get there. If you're holding back and that could be holding back financially, that could be holding back Even emotionally, like playing small because of fear, which is a whole nother Facebook live and podcast and all of that, right? A whole nother topic playing small. So you have to really act like and think like and act like the CEO and the visionary and where you want your company to go. Yeah. And this is the thing, right? It's okay to spend for marketing as long as the clients are coming in. And that's a very good point because what you want to think about is that marketing is an investment in your business. So That actually leads me into my next points, but the marketing is not something that is an expense right? An expense would be, and I said this the other day, like a meal, right? It's something that you eat and there's not much. I mean, a meal might have some happiness return, but there's not a lot of value to that. But the marketing is not an expense. It's an investment that actually comes back to your business. And of course you would be measuring and making sure that it is coming back to your business with a few key things. But let me move on to my first point when we're talking about the marketing. So we we're talking about investment, we we're talking about, do you have a marketing budget? And we we're talking about that some beauty professionals just want to know the tactics, right? They'll just like, just tell me what do I need to do? Post three times on Instagram each day, then boost it. Like Those are a lot of tactics, but there's so much more for having a successful marketing campaign. And this is the first part of the two forgotten parts of the marketing. And that is that you need to have a solid marketing message. Okay. So you are getting that solid marketing message in front of the right people. So you've heard me say the right message to the right people at the right time. You don't want to just be wasting money, right? This is not about just throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping it sticks, right? This is about, you've heard me use the analogy. I use lots of analogies about fishing, fishing in the right pond, With the right bait, we don't want to just catch any old fish, right? Or when I would, I grew up um, fishing and when we would go fishing, sometimes you would catch carp right? The carp is a big fish and you reel it in and your pole is like bent over and it feels like you got a big one. You're so excited and you're calling everybody over and you pull it in and it's not a fish that people eat. So you end up throwing it back. So, right. You don't want a lot of people just messaging you how much, how much, right? Or can you give me a discount? That's not the right type of fish. So you want to be fishing in the right pond with the right bait. And so the right pond is in front of the right people and the right bait is your marketing message, right? And how you are connecting with those potential clients. Because you also don't want to be just like everyone else, right? How are you standing out with your marketing message? And is it connecting with your client? So your marketing message, I want you to think about that for a moment. First of all, if you don't know the pond that you're fishing into, like if you're not really sure where you are finding the right clients, then that's Going to be the first thing. But also, I want you to think about your marketing message. Does it stand out? Is it unique? Or does it kind of blend in with every other permanent makeup artist, microblader, esthetician, beauty boss? Like, does it kind of sound like everybody else, right? If it sounds like everyone else, then that's where you start competing on price. That's where you feel like you need to constantly discount your prices. And I don't want you to be that. I don't want you to be the Walmart of your area. In fact, I was saying to my students yesterday that when you compete on price, it's very challenging because unless you're the cheapest, the cheapest in town – which I don't really encourage. But unless you're the cheapest, there's no value in being the second cheapest, right? So competing on price is really a lose-lose. So this is why you need to have that marketing message nailed down. And this is when people feel like their marketing isn't working for them. When they feel like it's an expense, they feel like it's an expense because they're not seeing that return on investment. And that's because the marketing message is not clear. So again, you're speaking to the right people with the right message at the right time. Now, why this is important? I heard the statistic that I'm going to read to you. 83% of womenpreneurs, which is women entrepreneurs, report That communicating the value of what they do, this is in quotes, communicating the value of what they do is one of their biggest struggles. Do you feel like that is one of your struggles? Like really communicating the value, right? Especially when you have a higher priced beauty item, right? It's not an essential right? It's not anything that you like medically need to have. So it's kind of like a little bit of a luxury in some ways, but communicating that value and helping your clients understand why they should have the beauty service and why they should have it with you, right? So being different... is always a topic of conversation for any business, right? Making yourself unique. and you, of course you have to you know start off slow right? So marketing can be costly when you make certain mistakes. When you are, again, talking to the wrong people and you're just kind of attracting anybody. When you are confusing your audience with the wrong marketing message or maybe too many mixed messages. If you're throwing too much at them, that can also confuse your audience. And when you haven't figured out your vision or your foundation for your company. Those are some places where you can kind of go wrong in your marketing, right? So, right. So here's one of the things I want to have you think about just right now, maybe write down somewhere, jot it down on a piece of paper, come back to this. I want these not to just be passive listening, but I want you to actually get value out of this by taking action. So I would have you write down, how am I unique? what is my marketing message, and who are the clients? Now, you might have thought about this before, but really dive deep on this. And when you take the time to figure this out, this is when your marketing can be really powerful. I want to read you another quote, and this is by Seth Godin, who is considered to be one of the greats of marketing. And he says, the cardinal rule of marketing is marketing is no longer about the stuff you sell, but about the stories you tell. So marketing is no longer about the stuff you sell, but the stories you tell. And by stories, he's meaning your marketing message, the way you connect with your client. More than ever, it's about connection right? So again, what story is your business telling? Has your story evolved? Maybe you started out and you knew what your marketing message was. You knew what your foundations were and your vision for your company, but it's evolved, right? It changes. And so you need to go back and revisit that and say, what is the vision? What is our story? And are we delivering that? Does my brand reflect that, right? Do my clients know that? Okay. And then so that's part one. So knowing you know, who you serve, why you're different, that's your whole marketing message and really having that nailed down. Don't just kind of overlook that. I think we have a tendency to be like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Just give me the tactics. It doesn't matter. I could tell you any new thing. It could be Instagram. It could be stories. It could be the IGTV, it could be a new YouTube live. I could give you any tactic, but until you have that marketing message nailed down, you're wasting money. Again, none of it works. And there's more to your marketing message, right? It's not only how you're different in the story and how you're connecting with your audience, but also are you able to answer objectives with your marketing? Because this is where I see a lot of beauty professionals kind of get stuck as well. Because when somebody comes across your business page or your website or even an ad, they are thinking not to be negative but they are thinking why do i not need this <laughs> right they are almost kind of talking themselves out of it right have you ever done this where you come across something that is expensive and you realize okay i want this but then you start justifying the reasons why you don't need it or you shouldn't buy it right so It's our job to really overcome those objections and that needs to be in our marketing message. Think about your client and what's happening in their head. What are the objections? What are they thinking about? And is your marketing message really speaking to that and their fears, right? So the marketing message is not only your story, but the client's story in their mind. Okay, we're going to the number 2, the number 2 forgotten must have in marketing. If we talked about the marketing message and again I think so many people think, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just the fluff." But the number 2 part that people forget is the strategy. And when I say strategy, I'm talking about you need to have a solid what we call front end offer and a solid back end offer and a strategy for reaching the clients. Okay. So, I'm gonna break this down. If you're like, what? You lost me there. Hang with me. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. I'm gonna break this down. Okay. So, what is your offer? What is the service that you offer that you are wanting to advertise to the clients, right? How can you acquire these potential clients? Mostly, you wanna acquire them as cheaply as possible, but you want them to be quality clients, right? They say quality leads quality potential buyers and clients. We don't just want any clients. We want to build a sustainable business of repeat clients, right? That's why I always say Groupon can get you some visibility, but the problem is you're building your house on sand because that's not a strong foundation for a business because the Groupon client is usually more loyal to the deal than they are to your business. So unfortunately, a lot of times those clients end up just searching for the next cheapest offer. And so it makes it hard to actually build a business, but it can be good for some visibility, especially when you're starting out. But when you're thinking about how are you acquiring these customers and how can you get really good quality customers That's the first part of your strategy. The second part is, where are you sending them? Where are you sending this traffic to? So how are you getting this visibility? How are you getting in front of your potential buyers, your potential clients? Where is that pond that we're fishing in? Okay, to go back to that analogy. And how are you getting to that traffic and where are you taking them? So these are the questions I want you to start to ask yourself. And what are you then asking them to do? if you're sending them, we're talking about beauty clients, if you're sending them to your website and you are wanting them to book an appointment for a service, that is a big ask. And what I mean by that is you've heard me talk about the client funnel and up here is just kind of general awareness of a problem. Maybe they know they have well, first of all, some people just don't even know they have a problem. Then awareness of the problem. They know they have sparse eyebrows. Then awareness of a solution. They've heard of tinting. They've heard of microblading. They've heard of permanent makeup. They've heard of some of these things out there. So they're aware that there's a solution. Then further down, they're aware of you. So this is like that big customer funnel, right? And so if you are trying to get them to go from not knowing you, so what we would call a cold audience, to all of a sudden booking an appointment with a kind of risky service, something that's on their face, and that is expensive, that's a big ask, meaning that is asking a lot of the client. So, And I see so many people doing that, right? And they're just like, I'm just going to send them to my website. And then they're like, it didn't work. Facebook ads don't work. It doesn't work. It's so expensive. And it doesn't work because that is not a good strategy. All right. So the two things, maybe your marketing message was off and it didn't really speak to their pain and the gain, right? Pain and gain. What are they going to get or why they should get it from you? It didn't speak to those things. It didn't have that. So it did not speak to their pain and gain So, the marketing message was off, or the strategy was off. And the strategy is again, there was too big of a leap, right, in what you were wanting them to do. So, let's look at a different strategy. Now, if you were selling just a product, maybe you sell some skincare products on your website, that is an easy ask. (laughs) Keep on doing air quotes, but it's an easy ask, meaning it's something that they can go to the website, they can see a product. They can kind of wrap their head around it. They get the idea of what the product is. They can understand the features and the benefits. And you don't really need to warm them up too much for that, right? So it's easy when doing, if you're selling physical products, it's easy to send them from an ad to a website to buy a product. That's an easy one. But when you're selling a service, it's a lot to ask for a client that is considered cold traffic, meaning they don't really know you to immediately book a service with you. So here are some things to think about. Could you send them to a video, right? If you have a video on your website, send them directly to that video. It should be on your homepage or the link is directly to that video or even a webinar where you educate them on the process, where you educate them on why they should choose you, right? What to expect, what are the benefits of the service and why they should have the service from you, right? Again, you're telling that story. So then you could offer them to purchase the service right you can make an offer to purchase the service so you are educating them that is and you're warming up the client if you are driving your clients driving the traffic is what we say in marketing lingo but if you are trying to get the clients to a sales page or a page that talks about your services You could just send them to something that is more of what's called an advertorial. So they are knowing more about the service. It's not really just explaining the service, but it's kind of educational. Maybe it has five tips to know and it talks about maybe even has some general makeup tips or general skincare tips. So now they're understanding more about it and therefore we are lowering the risk, right? They're warming up to you and they are starting to understand. So you're explaining it more, right? And if you're sending them to that ad, there could also be what's called an opt-in. And the opt-in is maybe you have them put their name and their email to get those five tips or to get on your newsletter. And then when they're on your newsletter, of course, um, or email list, then you can continue to warm them up and they can get to know you. And you can also retarget them with a special or a coupon or that type of thing, right? So that is a strategy. It's not just kind of blindly going about it. It's not just hoping and praying and hoping that your marketing works, it's really knowing what your message is, as well as knowing how you're going to communicate it to the client and what action, their steps they're going to take, right? So we were saying before about your marketing message, but what action are you wanting your clients to take when they get to wherever you're leading them to your website, the video, that type of thing. Now, if you're doing Facebook ads, let's just dive into that for just a moment. If you're doing the Facebook ads and you have what's known as a pixel, I know this is getting a little technical, but hang with me for a moment. If you have the pixel on your website, pixel is just a little snippet of code that is put on your website where they can track who actually visits your website and more importantly, who visits that video then you can do some retargeting of those people so now that little pixel of code can be retargeted where you show an ad to just those people and you can specifically talk to them and say hey I saw that you visited my website but you didn't purchase. And I just wanted to let you know, if you come back, here's a $25 coupon, right? We're giving them some incentive to then take action, right? So when you are retargeting those people that have already been to your website, first of all, your ad is really specific. So it's really going to speak to them, right? That marketing message. And the other thing about that is because that is considered warm traffic, In general, those ads are usually a little bit lower in cost. So it's not as expensive with your marketing. Okay. So those are some things to think about with your retargeting. So we talked about your marketing strategy. We talked about, and I just want to just review that just because I went off on the side for just a moment and tell you again. So you have a solid front end offer and a solid back end offer, meaning your offer is. What you are, the service that you are delivering to your clients, right? How you are going to acquire those potential clients. The back end is like maybe how you warm them up. So the front end might be that you give them a PDF of five things to know about sparse eyebrows or five things to know about thinning hair, right? And then when they are visiting your website, now you're warming up that client. So you where are you sending them to? Maybe you're sending them to what's called the advertorial. It's like an editorial. It's more informational and educational, but it also is an ad in the fact that it's talking about your service, right? It's not just general. The, the top part of the blog, let's just say, is more educational and general overall, but then you get down into the specifics and how specifically you can solve their problem and specifically you can help them with their pain and gain. So, so we are again, helping them understand the overall process. We are helping warm them up so that they like you more and you are really developing that relationship with you, with them. So they can comprehend the service and all of its value and you want to build that relationship and they need to know then what the next steps are to do that. You could also have them, after you deliver that value of the newsletter or the PDF, if you're having them opt-in on your website and you're sending them emails, you could also then follow up with them. You usually want to do that in a short window, usually one to seven days while their interest is peaked. Okay. And so later we can talk about some of the cross-platform promotions. We can talk about improving conversions, which is converting them to clients. So not just leads or interested prospects, but actual buyers. And we can talk about some of the other things that you need to know. But I just wanted to, again, pop in and talk about those two forgotten things. So again, knowing that it's not about the latest tactic. It's really about having your foundations. It's about having your marketing message on point. So you're knowing how you are different, how you're speaking to your client, your overall marketing message and how to reach them and convey the value of what you do and then knowing your strategy, right? how you are going to show up, what pond you're going to fish in, what bait you're going to use so that you have a successful business. And remember, going back to the beginning of this video, that is having a marketing budget. So not only you know the how, but you know, okay, this is what I can afford to spend. This is what I can comfortably budget. And maybe you might even want to push a little bit outside of your comfort zone if you're wanting to really grow. Remember growth happens when we push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Okay. So those are the two things that I have for you today. Okay. Thank you guys so much as always for being here. I love your interaction. I love your support. And yeah, we're just going to have more good topics For 2020 to grow your beauty business but for now I'll say bye guys thank you for listening to another episode of the beauty marketing simplified podcast and if you enjoyed today's episode we would love to hear from you make sure you subscribe download and also leave us a review let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.